Guys, when I need stencils, I use Stencil Plus. They make all my stencils. They have the lowest price guaranteed with free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks, and they will make you a free company logo stencil. Free. They're very active on social media. They're always interacting. There's thousands of stencils to choose from that they already have, and they can create anything, any stencil that you need. They listen to us as the customers for what we want, and that's very important to me and my company. The other big thing is listeners of BB get 10% off their entire order when they use the code BB10 at checkout online. So if you put an order in for a thousand bucks and you use BB10, you're going to get a hundred bucks off your order. Crazy. Check them out on all social media platforms. They're very active, like I said, on all social media and will interact with you. Or you can go to stencilplus.com, check them out and put it in order. And I'm glad to announce that we have a coffee sponsor for the podcast. Brouhaha Roasters is a small batch artisan coffee roaster dedicated to providing the freshest roast. This company was started by three guys who love coffee, they're friends, and they always want to find the perfect blend, and that's what brought them together. Matt Snow, Pat Mahoney, and Aaron Halverson live in River Valley area where we live, and in addition to being brouhaha craft roasters, they're educators, coaches, technology consultants, band directors, creating a diverse blend of life and roasting. I know these guys personally. I drink the coffee personally. They're right next door, the next town over in Spring Green, Wisconsin. And I personally like Bucks and Blend the best, but they have many, many more flavors. Good Sumatran, Whirling Dervish. If you go online to the website, BrewhahaRoasters.com, you can get free shipping on all orders over 30 bucks. You can also sign up for a coffee subscription. I'd be sure to try to check these guys out if I were you on Instagram, at Roasters and on Facebook, at Roasters. I do want to mention their website one more time because they have a 10% off code for all Brouhaha coffee, and the code is BlacktopBanter. And you can find that again at BrewhahaRoasters.com. That's B-R-E-W-H-A-H-A-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. So I'm sure you guys have seen the 1-800-BLACKTOP number plastered on the side of my pickup truck lately. That number comes from the 800 Pavement Network. That network is made up of over 200 leading pavement contractors throughout the U.S. and Canada who combined generate over a billion dollars in sales. You could join now if you'd like. You can get your own exclusive number, the rights to it, and it can help you grow your business. What you get from the 800 Payment Network is the most powerful, memorable, and effective marketing number tool in the industry. All the calls that go to that number go directly to you. You get the rights to the brand, and you can display your number however you'd like. You become eligible for the national account work through U.S. Payment Services. The 800 Payment Network has awarded over $125 million in national work to its members and is constantly giving out more and more projects to the members. You get exclusive access to all the network events, and you get the opportunity to learn and grow from companies like yours. Check them out on Instagram at 800 Payment Network and online at 1-800-PAVEMENT.COM. I get asked a lot about our Rye 30 crack sealant melter. It's been a game changer for us. RhinoWorks designs and manufactures portable crack sealing equipment, and they're the first in our industry to do it with an internal burner. The products they make melt rubber faster, they use less fuel, and they nearly eliminate flameouts. 
and I can vouch for all those points. They're a proud company, and they take pride in the products being built on the contractor feedback. I gave them feedback. They used it, honestly, truthfully. They're on social media, so you can check them out, and they will interact with us as contractors. The safety, reliability, and production increases are enough that anybody should check them out if they're looking to upgrade or replace a unit. The units are easy to use. You can check them out at rhinoworks.com. That's R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. Or you can check out a video of Lee and I at the RhinoWorks booth checking out the Elite this year at National Paving Expo on the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel. All right, let's get going with the podcast. Welcome back to Blacktop Banter. This is Marvin. I got a guest today. We're gonna we're, we're quarantined somewhat, not quite, but kind of, but kind of not. We got to work. That's all there is to it. And uh, I really just wanted to start off and give some shout outs. I got to give a shout out to Roland McCarthy, my dude up in Canada. He hit me up with some questions and uh, just got to give that dude a shout out. He's getting ready to start out. He had some questions about getting started out. So I always got to give a shout out, dude. So I'm going to introduce our first guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself. He's our only guest today. He's the first guest I, guest I had really, really from the South, probably, deep South. south. Let's give a shout out uh, to Chris Love. Chris, tell us about you, man. Tell us about your business. Excellent, brother. I appreciate it. I started, uh, I started Love's Asphalt on the top end of 2015. We... Uh, started with about 600 bucks in the old bank account, man. And, and I was going for broke or going for fame, one or the other. And, uh, uh, did a whole bunch of borrowing of some equipment, uh, scraped up the, the rest of the funds to do a small seal coat job, a 1500 square foot seal coat job, did it by hand. And, uh, took me about 14 hours to do. And we just built from that and we turned it from 600 to 600,000 and, and then pushing a million and, uh, and, and five years this month. And it's been a long road, man. We went from operating out of, a little eight by eight shed to have an 8,000 square foot warehouse, 2,000 square foot um, office from two staff members to eight. So, uh, and we did it with nothing, you know, no, no financing, uh, no, no investors, no mom and dad, no, no nothing. I am second generation, but goddamn to, to get a dollar out of my dad would be like, you'd be better getting struck by lightning. So <laughs> I hear you on that one, man. So you, that's kind of where you and I, uh, meet in what we've talked about is that we built it both on our own and uh, built it from the bottom up. I got to ask you about getting started. I know you, I know how you got started. And I remember the picture, I think it was two Ford trucks with totes or tanks in the back. And uh, I've seen that picture now a few times. Oh no, man, that, that was, that was an upgrade. That, was, <laughs> that, that picture I posted that, that was actually an upgrade from how I started, but, but we'll get into that. Well, go ahead. You want to give us a beat on uh, on how you started? I remember you told me. Um, yeah. Uh, project. Go ahead. Yeah. So, how we got started was I had a uh, before before I got into this in 2009. I own a mobile fitness business. We we started it, went into debt, and uh, and I lost my ass off on it. I just wasn't, you know. And that's one thing people got to understand. If they want to have a successful business, they have to both be. Uh, you know, in the beginning, starting out like we do, you have to be 
not only operations smart, but you have to be business smart, especially if you're going to grow it, you know, because the, the mental aspect of the whole thing is, is way worse than the physical aspect. And, and I've learned that the hard way three times over. So, you know, my first go around 2009, I just wasn't ready mentally. I wasn't ready. I wasn't strong enough to uh, overcome the, the, what seemed like miniature hurdles now compared to what we face. Um, so it failed, man. It failed miserably. And, and I, I put me and my family in about a $30,000 uh, rut with it, which, which isn't a lot, but man, whenever you ain't making money, it, it's, it's a ton. And, um, so, you know, back then in 2009, I bought an enclosed trailer and that's how we started. I had an F-150 and an enclosed trailer. So that first job that I had, it, the, the trailer was only rated for like 1500 pounds. So I knew, uh, I knew that, that the trailer wasn't going to load the tote tank and the materials and everything. So, I actually had my F-150 I got, I got with Granger um, uh, and bought a squeegee and a push broom. And, and then I got with a friend of mine that gave me a backpack blower. Let me borrow a backpack blower. I borrowed my neighbor's uh, dual axle trailer, open, open end trailer to put the tote tanks on there. And I drove it to a sealmaster plant about 45 minutes away and uh, did the calculations. I was like, all right, I need 200 gallons of seal coat and mixed it. And I found a boat paddle uh, on my property and, and that's what I used to stir the, the mix with. And uh, uh, I didn't have nothing to pump it out. So as I mixed it, I did like a 40, 45% ratio. So I cut it a little thin back then. And uh, um, when, when the mixture started getting too thick to where it wouldn't drain out the tote tank, I'd have to go back and mix it again and then pour it into a five gallon bucket and start dumping it. And that, that was our first job, man. That's how we got started. I didn't have the blue truck and the white truck. I didn't have a trailer of my own, the tote tank. I, I literally, I called this, this guy down the road that had some tote tanks and, and he wanted to sell me one for a hundred bucks. I said, I don't have a hundred bucks, but this is what I will do. I'll give you 125 if you let me have it. And, and as soon as I finish this job and get paid, I'll, I'll bring you the 125 bucks. Damn, so uh, he, he actually was real cool, man. Yeah. And when, when, when I finished it, I brought him the 125 bucks. He gave me uh, 75 back. So he, he was like, no, just like, I commend you on actually being, you know, pretty honest. So, so I ended up buying that thing for 50 bucks and I had that tote tank for <laughs> two years. I think I just didn't want to get rid of it. Damn. So it went out on many jobs with me. Well, man, you know, when, when we, you and I talk, um, you know, when we've talked a little bit before, but this year at MPE and beyond, we really got to know each other and got to talk and hang out. Yeah. And I was just kind of curious because I, I, I tried getting hooking up with you on Tuesday night and seeing where you were at, and what we were up to. And uh, we did finally get to connect a little bit later. And then Wednesday night, I had an event. And while I was doing my thing, I, I hear your name come over the loudspeaker. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're getting an award, the pavement yeah. award. And uh, yeah. I do for me seeing you and knowing that we've been in the same groups kind of cut from the same cloth and everything else dude. that felt like a win for all of us as contractors. I've never really, I've, I've known people that's won the awards, but it's never been no one at our level that I've actually seen and knew. So for me, I was super hyped, dude. I've left my booth where I was and come over and just was like, Oh my God, dude, I can't believe it. So it was really cool to see your name dude up on the banner and you and Kelly have something to be proud of. And then, to see it on the award and see you get your picture taken, dude. I really liked it. How did you, how did we get, how did you get from where you were to getting that award? And I know the award is a great step, but I know you think like I do and you're shooting for the next level, but I want to, I really want to figure out how you went from doing what you were doing to getting that award. Um, 
<laughs> funny thing about awards, man, is, is it's all show. It's, it's, it's what you, uh, you know, Kelly has a beautiful way of writing really good things and uh, taking amazing pictures. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, we work really hard and, and that's, you know, personally, that's what's important. Um, we, we did face a lot of obstacles with that, that um, job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kelly turned something that, that uh, I guess didn't, didn't seem as um, great at the time. And, and she started twisting these words and, and writing up this, this awesome novel on, on, you know, this fairy tale about how we made magic. And uh, then we added it with the pictures and, and, uh, and we won. And what's cool about that award, I think, is it's an award that you have to earn. Mm-hmm. You know, the large scale paving jobs, the small scale paving jobs, the large seal and the small seal, those are all jobs you have to earn. Right. You know, the best on the internet, best marketing video, those are jobs you can really sub out, right? You know, it, which is really cool. Uh, and, and we are uh, looking into maybe getting some better marketing videos going, but but uh, yeah, those are those are the jobs that the the operators got to earn. They're, right. they're not really, you know, they're not really paid monetarily. They're paid with suckers out to somebody, dude. You know what I mean? Like you can, but it's your company that's doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, you're delegating your specific little jobs here and there to your guys that you have hired for your company versus saying, you know, hey, dude, take some drone shots, do your pictures, and then put up a good video for us together so we can win this award to some other company. You know, so. I'm with you on that one and, and earning your stripes that way. But dude, you, you can't say, you know, that it was, uh, that was Kelly's work and all this. It was, she did a great job writing and putting everything together, but you guys did the work. I mean, you guys did the effort and you know, the way that we view it, the way that some people view those jobs as pieces of art is different than the guys that are actually putting them together. Sometimes it's just a job that we got done, you know, but, I, I think that sometimes, and then all of a sudden we'll get to the end of that job and talk to the co- the customer and they're like, Oh my God, I can't believe you guys did that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's all about perspective as far as that goes. So what about the next level, man? Cause I know we've talked about that and uh, I know we both have no idea. How, you know, like we're barreling through this thing like this dude to get to the next level and figure all this out, whether we're doing it the right way or the wrong way, but you're making moves. So What's the uh, next level? What's your what's your game plan? I guess, Chris. Is what I want. I don't want to know how you do it or what you, you know, to divulge anything from loves. But as no. far as what we can expect and what you want, I mean, elaborate yeah. a little bit. I, I don't give a fuck, Marvin. I'm I'm an open book, brother. I mean, I post. You know, I think to date, I'm the only one that really posts something that makes sense on on how us little guys need to bid jobs and everything. If you checked out my YouTube video not too long ago, um, you just. Where I'm going, I don't have the slightest idea. You know, we, and the one thing I know is doing it how I'm doing it is harder, I think, than, than most ways. You, you have to worry about everything. It's, it's a working capital. How do you get working capital? How do you reinvest, self-invest? Um, how do you hire the right people that, that will protect your property? Um, you know, it, one man can't do everything and get to the next level. And, and that's something I've been very blessed with learning. And, and I said a little bit earlier about how um, I said a little bit earlier about how I wasn't mentally ready in 2009 and 10. And even in 13, 12 and 13, when I started my second business, I still wasn't mentally ready. Um, and, you know, I've probably put in hundreds of 
if not thousands of hours in, in reading and, and listening to audiobooks and YouTube videos. And, you know, while I'm working out or while I'm on the job site, you know, seal coding or something, you know, I'll have my headphones on and 99.9% .9 of the time, it's an audiobook about business and how to make it bigger and how to invest and what steps to take and who to invest in and all that stuff. And, and, you know, a lot of people are size, you know, a smaller guys, they don't, they don't put in that work and that's why they maintain at the size they do. And if they're happy with that more power to them, but I'm not man. And, and, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how much bigger I want to get. Uh, but you know, as of today, you know, we have a project manager, we have uh, one full crew, we have uh, three office staff and, um, uh, and it's still not enough. You know, I, at some point this year, when we get past this little hurdle with, with COVID-19, um, we're probably going to have to hire more people, probably have to hire another, another, um, uh, onsite worker, another office staff. And it's, you know, you go from paying, a little guy, you go from paying forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year in labor to turn around paying two, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in labor each year. You know, and and uh, it's it's scary whenever you're not used to those numbers. And I mean, there's people out there that's paying millions of dollars a year in labor, and and uh, I just don't know if I want that headache. So I I don't know where I'm going. All I know is it is up at a very slow pace. And then who knows? Maybe five years, I won't even be in the asphalt business. I don't I don't know where I'm going. That's all right, man. That's all right. You don't got to know where you're going just to keep going. You know what I mean? That's kind of where, you know, there's been times where we're at right now when it was scary for me to think about even making a certain amount of money, you know, because once you get an idea of if I hit this number, do this going to be, I'm going to be in the shit, you know, mm. like, do I want to get into the shit? Well, yeah. you know, if, if I am, I am. And now once you get there, it's like, ah, it ain't, it ain't so bad. The water's not completely freezing and it's not too hot it's all right i think i can handle it but like you said maybe in five years i'm not even doing this maybe somebody comes along and says wiscoat's too big of a thorn on my side here's a check do this or whatever but um yeah. I, I don't really want to get romantic with my businesses because i i, I do you know i, I do a lot I'm, I'm i hate the term serial entrepreneur entrepreneur in general but uh, i like to build and uh grind it out and really start to build it and do it the right way and that's where i want to be and I, I can see that's where you want to be too and what you do and uh i think that's why we connect really well one thing that i think we would be amiss if we don't talk about i know you're busy i'm packing in a couple podcasts today i know we're, we're short here with your and i podcast and we really want to get in depth at some point but i think we would be amiss if we don't talk about COVID-19 in general and the adjustments. I made it through 08, 09 by going and working for another company while still doing Wiscoat, but I have a feeling this is a different monster. Um, for us, we've already suspended one job uh, and we didn't even choose to suspend it. It just got suspended on us. That was a decent job for me and some smaller ones right now. We got some people that don't even want me to be out there bidding right now just to kind of feel things out. I hate it. I know you hate it. I know you and I go hard and we hustle our asses off every freaking day. So for someone to kind of want to put a break on it and for the, the government or whatever to go on, um, what are you, what are just, I don't even care about if you tell me what you're doing, what are you just thinking, dude? Because for me, I'm thinking the same as I did. I want to streamline stuff. I don't want so much overhead. I also want to go hard, but I don't want to overstep this is my business. This is our livelihood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. So we, in the, in the last four days, we've had four contracts and, and I have a feeling a fifth one is going to come today uh, for probably 
and I hadn't done the math exactly, but one was a $100,000 contract, one was $65,000, probably almost close to $200,000 in contracts postponed in the last uh, four days. Um, but luckily they're postponed. Um, I've, done a, I've done a really good job of, of managing our funds. Uh, and that's a, something that's, that's super important if you wanna self-finance, self-invest and, uh, and, and keep going. Uh, you have to be very good with your money. And, and so far, I've, I've done a pretty good job. And, and we're probably, even if we get shut down today, we, we could sustain for about six months, mm-hmm. uh, full payroll um, and, and everything. Uh, hopefully, the government steps up uh, and, and helps out a little bit uh, on, on the unemployment, if that's the case. If it goes to that, uh, we have, I don't know, we, we have uh, one confirmed contract still. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a couple who, who actually want to proceed now because their business is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're working on some contracts with that. And then the city still has us going out and doing some, some uh, emergency patch jobs for them. Actually, when we get done here, that's where I'm going. I got to go meet with one of them. Uh, but, you know, it gets to the point to where you have to worry so much about it. I'm, you know, my, my younger 20s self wants to just go sit by my pool and get drunk for the next month and, and, and let the good times roll. But, uh, you know, my, my business side, uh, the smart side takes control and says, no motherfucker, you need to get out there and keep hustling because at the end of the day, man, what, what the beautiful thing about it is. So I, like I said, I do a lot of reading and Tillman Fertitta is a huge, a huge inspiration to me, man, far more than all these other motherfuckers out there, really, uh, because you got this self-made multi-billionaire private firm dude, and uh, and he grinded it out, and he did it so smart. And he always says, you know, uh, in hard times, be the bull, you know, but always expect the paddle coming for your ass. And uh, he says, uh, when times get hard, that's when we eat, you know. Uh, you eat the weak. And um, so – I think what, what I plan on doing is quadrupling down on my business and actually going, going into a good amount of debt to, to reamp my business while the market's slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at doing some major investing uh, while the market's slow um, and, uh, and try to eat the weak man. I, I hope a lot of my competitors around here are shitting on themselves and, and uh, it's time for me to grow. That, I think that's where we're going to go. Uh, it's still so new, but, but at the end of the day, fucking life ain't nothing about nothing but choices and and uh, I ain't scared to gamble so that's probably what's going to happen is is I'm going to quadruple down on my business take out a good a uh, good size loan um while the interest rates low invest in some stock markets uh double down on my equipment my manpower um buy some new trucks stuff like that so um, yeah. but that's, that's to be determined in the next week or so. Yeah. I think, I think we're kind of in that same part too. I have a feeling, you know, we want to eat every, every summer when I'm ready to go, we're ready to just outwork and outproduce everybody to try to get to the end and be the top dog at the end of the rope. I have a feeling, we, you know, we still want to be the top dog at the end of the rope, but if we, if it has to be by outlasting, then we're going to outlast the same way. You know, we have enough to function probably for a year. Yeah if we had to and if i have to not eat for a year if i have to just chill and you know stay the same as far as personal finance wise so that the business keeps going and outlasting everybody i'm willing to do it because when when they want to call somebody and we're one of the only ones left to call if not the only one left to call i have a feeling it's going to pay back dividends and we're probably doing the same thing if we can get take advantage of a low interest loan where it's supposed to be out there 
I'm doubling up. I'm going to move out of this little office. And when you come visit, you're going to be at a big fucking office in the shop more than likely, bro. So I'm just put me a cot in the back. And, and I like, look, I like uh fireball. Jim beam devil's cut. Please. I got you. All right. Devil's cut. Yeah, fair enough. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, most definitely will. So uh, before we leave and get done, I let you go do your thing. I know you're busy today. Um, why don't you hit people up with where they can find you and Love's Asphalt Solutions as far as social media wise? Uh, my website's www.lovesasphaltsolutions.com. Uh, I believe I'm on Instagram under Love's Asphalt Solutions and on Facebook at Love's Asphalt Solutions. Now find me at LinkedIn. I don't know none of them. Christopher Love on linkedin i know it. my social media shit man uh linkedin i think it's christopher YouTube. love or chris love YouTube? with a k YouTube? man i think i'm on youtube at, at chris k-r-i-s <laughs> love well i'm gonna find you i'll, I'll definitely put it on because um i'm horrible at social media man for, for, for yeah for as much social media as, as i as i do and anybody that follows me on social media knows look do not have thin skin when you listen to me on social media i i my biggest thing is the day I die, I want to be known as the realest motherfucker out there. Just without, if if you have me speak, I promise. Without a doubt, man, I, I was you know a broke homeless boy at one time. Huh? If if you have me speak when you die, because you're a little bit older than me, so you're, you're probably you're probably gonna go first. I'll go ahead. I'll say that I believe it. So and, and I know it. So I'll say it. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something, Marvin. I'm like fine wine, motherfucker. I get better with age, but yeah, that, that's it, man. I just, I just want everybody to know that, that I was once a broke homeless boy that, that was in trouble. Uh, I did my time in the military and I worked my ass off, man. And, and I never held back any punches. So some people like me, some people don't like me. I don't give a fuck either way, but my main goal in life is, is to build an empire for my family to help as many people as I can, uh, by, by showing them that the struggles, you know, people can get through the struggles. And as long as you work, um, and, and take advice from true people, you know, not these fake motherfuckers that's out there, but from true people right. who, who has fought through the, the hard times. Uh, I, I, I'd say I'd live a pretty good goddamn life, bro. Good, man. Good. That's why I like it. So when we get through all this and we're done through whatever the hell all this is and we're standing there, you can bet your ass I'm be having Maker's Mark, probably Maker's 46. You have a devil's cut. We'll just go ahead and cheers and keep grinding on and keep going even farther and farther and farther. So that's it, Chris. Dude, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We're going to do another one at some point that's not remote, so there won't be any lag or any of that shit. It's just going to be yeah. you and I sitting on some decent-ass microphones, probably sipping whiskey next time. Probably. Uh, I'm almost can guarantee that. I'd say let's do that, man. Let's – uh the the next go around maybe when it slows down a bit look maybe we may be able to do something better in a couple of weeks uh that we actually have some downtime oh and no worries no worries man i'm gonna come down and see you uh, if we do get shut down man uh yeah fuck let's do it dude look i i'm building a uh are, are we still cutting or are we you, you done with that no we're still going you're still oh. rolling. you're still rolling don't divulge any secrets yet make oh, sure fuck i thought i was gonna sure right, but yeah we're um secrets we're, we're going to, uh, we got a pool house. So the new house that we moved into, we got a pool house. The only thing that it doesn't have is a bathroom in it. So we're going to, uh, we're going to put a bathroom in it, dude. So fuck it. Anytime you come down, bro, you'll have a whole little man cave to yourself or bring your family or whatever. Dude, we got enough room, bro. So, uh, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm excited that we finally got something that, that we have to grow into. So. Cool. Very cool. All right. Chris loves asphalt solutions, award winner, social media, 
connoisseur of all of all platforms, but known specific and great content creator. Uh, we, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Next time we do it bigger, better. I promise. As always, I know Chris wants you to, and I definitely, I definitely. Want you to seal it, stripe it, pave it, and kill it. We have a proud sponsor of the podcast in Raised on Blacktop. It's a lifestyle brand made for our industry by our industry. It's created by Matt Stanley. Matt realized that they're guys and gals who eat, sleep, and breathe blacktop just like us. And he's right. The brand quickly rose to over 200 customers in year one and recently stepped into the world of NASCAR by teaming up with American pavement specialists and sponsoring the number 20 Chevy driven by Spencer Boyd in the Gander Outdoor Truck Series at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. If you guys want to check out Raised on Blacktop, go to at Raised on Blacktop on Instagram and they have a link to the store in the bio. Or you can check out at American Pavement and they also have a link to the store in the bio. Or you can just go to Google, type in shop Raised on Blacktop and you're going to find them. To quote Matt, he says it's time the asphalt industry has a brand that everybody can be a part of. Raised on Blacktop is that brand. Join the movement. If you need spray tips, I know the hookup. Liberty Supply. Liberty Supply is family owned and operated. And every time you call, one of the owners answers the phone. And that owner fills your order. Making spray tips is their craft, but customer service is their passion. They've been serving the asphalt industry for over 29 years. But they don't just do spray tips. They also have an extensive product line to accommodate nearly any and all tool needs that we in the asphalt industry could need. And not only that, it gets to you in a hurry. They package it up, the owners package it up and send it to you from the top down. Information is knowledge, knowledge is power, and the guys at Liberty are listening to the podcast and us so that they can keep gaining knowledge on what we want and need. If you want a free catalog, call Sam at 800 800- 397-9907 or visit www.libertysupply.biz that's libertysupply.biz guys if you want to bump your sales or operations of your company i recommend you check out top contractor school they offer different levels of live coaching in sales mentorship and operations mentorship they also have virtual training with monthly elite memberships or annual elite memberships they include a private Facebook group, downloads for reference material, and two 30 to 45 minutes conference calls per month, and much more. I've been part of the conference calls. The nice thing about those, not only do you get the coaching and the insight from top contractor school, but you also get to network with other contractors, develop relationships with them, which also leads to more insight and more success. Check out the Facebook page for top contractor school check out the instagram page at top contractor school and check out topcontractorschool.com right now they have a code if you're a veteran for 50 percent off all training products the code is vets 50 b-e-t-s 50 check them out